All right, we are down to the last piece of the puzzle, the last leg of this theory before we get you and your family and friends on an outdoor adventure. And this is great timing because it's February and this is a wonderful time to start thinking in in full color about what it is you want to do and get your plans made and start to put everything together. So this last piece is something that you've probably heard before, but I'm guessing that you haven't heard it quite like this. It's it's a piece of advice that that I think rings true, but we tend to take it and move it in the wrong direction, in my opinion. So let's let's really unpack that. Let's really figure out how to do this and do this well. My name is Joshua Rohde, and this is Expedition Unlikely, where if you feel like your expedition or adventure is unlikely to happen, I want to help you and your family and friends get out and have just an awesome experience outside. It doesn't have to be this big expedition, but we are going to do it together. And this is the last piece of the puzzle that you need to understand to really do it and do it well. We are at the last part. And as I said before, you've probably heard this before. This is a a saying, a statement that uh, I think rings true and you hear it and it feels good, but to put it in action sometimes is challenging. And that saying is, pack light, travel further. Pretty simple. I feel like I understand it. And it is totally true. If you want to have a great adventure and you want to go out and really enjoy your time, you really have to unload some of the weight. And I don't just mean weight as literal weight, pounds and ounces. You have to unload some of the burden as well, right? And that's not what we generally hear when we're talking about the mainstream thinking of packing light. Generally, what we hear is that it comes all down to gear. We are shaving ounces off of every piece of gear we get. And every ounce has a lot of cost associated with it. So the gear being light, that's only partially true. And, and I want to steer you away from that. Actually, I want to open your eyes to the, the deeper reality here of how to pack light. Right. So I read an article not that long ago, and the article was titled, How to Pick the Right Hike for You. I was intrigued because I'm always looking to pick up more information so that I can share it with you. So I started reading the article, and it really broke it down into three steps. I'm good with that. I've got a four-step theory that I'm sharing with you right now. Three steps makes it easy for me to understand. Lay it on me. Step one was do your research. I can totally get with that one. Do your research is super important. Between setting our goals and understanding our commitments, those are built into the four steps and 
uh, pieces that I've shared with you here. So I'm totally good with do your research. Step number two for them was communicate your plans. This one is huge. And again, ties into our commitments. Our, our commitments were broken down into some, some different parts. And one of those parts was safety. Communicating your plans, telling somebody where you're going to be, when you're going to be there, and when you're going to be back really will help keep you safe. So I'm totally behind that one. And then the last, the last step that they had was get the gear. And that's where they lost me. Just with that being the title of the step, put me out there. And it drives me nuts. Now, in all fairness, after reading further into the article after Get the Gear, they did a really nice job of reviewing how you can go on a short hike with minimal gear. If you go two or three miles, you need a water bottle and some snacks. A little bit further, you're going to need a day pack. Any more than that, you're really going to have to, to, to bulk up. So I think the article did it fine, but the way they presented it with bullet point number three being get the gear, it, 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 it just takes us in a direction that makes it easy to shut down. And again, they're not totally wrong. If you want to go on a long hike, you're going to need specific gear. And don't get me wrong, I love great gear. I can totally nerd out with the best of them on all the all the doodads and stuff. That, that's totally a space that I love. However, um, that it, you can't get hung up on that. That can't be where you you get strung out because here's the problem, right? I'm reading those bullet points and and I'm trying, I mean, they presented this article in a way that was to help people who put it on their list for 2022 to hike more, to get outside more. So if I'm somebody who doesn't already hike, I'm not in that space I go down this list, do your research, I can do that. Communicate your plans, I can do that. Get the gear. That means that I'm going to the outdoors store, I'm spending money, I'm really, uh, right there, it is very easy to get turned off and turned away from finding the right hike for you, which was exactly what they were trying to do. Now, hiking itself is one of the most gear-critical outdoor adventures you can have. But that's only if you're going to go big. If you're going to go on day-long hikes, if you're going to go on through hikes, if you're going on short hikes, you don't need that much. And when you start with the saying of get the gear, it already sets the frame up in the wrong way. And really, more important than the gear for an outdoor adventure is what you pack. So let me say that again. More important than the gear is what you pack. Now, it's in our nature to pack everything that we might possibly need. Everything we could think of that that we will potentially need to grab or own or utilize when we're out there. And because we might not be spending that much time 
in the outdoors or in this adventure space, we have this this urge to prepare for anything and everything, right? And and we need to somehow resist some of that urge to make this the best adventure possible, right? To pack light. So it's not the gear, it's what we're packing. And we tend to always think about the what if. But when we think about the what if, we don't think about the what if necessarily, um, especially when we're first starting out. If we're first starting out, we're going to select an adventure that is not necessarily going out into the wilderness for five days with no support. We're thinking about day camping. We're thinking about a national park. We're thinking about a state park. We're thinking about uh, things like that, a bike ride, where that what if now becomes, well, what if I need uh, something to entertain myself? What if I need a different jacket? What if I need a jacket for this, but not a jacket for that? And that's where we really start to pile it on is in that what if. So let's let's break this down a little bit. If we've considered our goal and our commitments, that should drive our decisions on what it is we actually need because we've already talked about our goal, right? Why are we going out on this adventure? What are we going to do? And that's going to help shape where we're going to go and what kind of things we're going to need to support that. If we're going to go to a national park and stay in a cabin, that's going to look different than if we're going to be camping. And that's going to look different if we're going to want to take our first hiking adventure uh, on a on a three-day hike. Those things are going to look different. And then we're going to consider our commitments on that. If I'm committed to just doing a weekend in car camping, that's going to look different than a five-day hike. Those are different. And then and then we're going to take into consideration our time and our money, our skill and our safety, which is going to allow us to say, okay, uh, I need uh, some certain things to help me through my skill set. So I might pack some, some food that is freeze-dried and not something that I'm going to have to make up as I go. I'm not going to forage for something. That's a great example, right? Freeze-dried food, very easy. Bars, very easy. I can pack that because my skill for foraging might not be there. That's great. Then we've got all the things we need, that, that is where we should really start to, to draw a line because it's after that that we get crazy with the packing. We start to think about every scenario that we might encounter. So uh, I see it all the time. Families, when they're packing for a weekend adventure, their car is so full. It is packed. There's barely enough room in the vehicle for the family themselves. And they have now packed everything that they might need. What if? So what we've done is we should take our goal, we should take our commitments, and that should guide us into what it is that we need as bare essentials to get us through this adventure And then we need to really consider our plan B for packing that extra stuff. So uh, an example is 
I know I, I'm going to need a jacket on this trip, but I'm concerned that based on where I'm going, the weather could change and I might need a warmer jacket. So then I'm going to pack maybe two jackets because that plan B is going to be super helpful. If I'm traveling with uh, young children and I, uh, I've actually been following uh, some, some really great parents on Instagram that I'm hoping to get on the show and interview and, and have them share their experiences, but I, sh- I follow them and when they're going on their adventures, they're very basic. I've got a young child and I'm going to need two additional items that's going to help entertain the child while we're hiking, right? They're in the pack. While they're in the pack, I'm going to need some snacks because kids like to constantly be gobbling on something. And I'm going to need something that's going to entertain them in between those times when we're having that adventure together, right? I need to to make up some uh, some ground. I need to be hiking and moving forward. And while I'm doing that, I've got something in the pack they can hold on to, they can play with, they've seen uh, they've seen it, they've enjoyed it before, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to make this uh, a great experience. But it's something small like that because that's the plan B. If I have my kids with me and I'm, and I'm camping in a tent, if it starts to rain, I'm going to need something to entertain us, but it does not have to be 85 different options. It can be a deck of cards, it can be some dice, it can be some books, but it doesn't have to be some cards, dice, and books. So really consider what your plan B is when you're packing that that extra stuff. And really that entertainment, that is by far the biggest pitfall that we run into when we're packing for an outdoor adventure. We are so accustomed to having everything at our fingertips in our house that we can flip on uh, the TV and we can we can view anything we want. We can open our computer and be attached to anything we want. That once we get outside, uh, when we remove ourselves from our home, we no longer have that instant entertainment. And that's part of the reason why we decided to have an outdoor adventure was to get away from that. So let's really accentuate that. Now, again, depending on your your child, depending on your friends, you will need something. But let's be very, very careful about what that is and really think through what the plan B is. And what you'll probably find, what I've found, is once you get into that space, if you focus on it and you haven't brought all 85 toys that, that the kids have, you automatically start looking for the things around you and you start interacting with the space that you have and it turns into this really, really great experience, which is what we want anyways. That's what we're after. So let's really make sure that we're, we're looking at what we're packing, not what we're buying, not the gear that we went and spent the money on, but what is it that we are packing and did we bring the right things? So to really, to really wrap your head around this, 
I want to make sure that I'm clear here that that the first three steps of this are critical into understanding what you need to pack. If you don't do those, you're going to overpack. And you need to make sure that you've done that homework, right? Again, I agree with the article. Do your research. I agree with that. Do your research. Do your homework. Understand your goal. Understand your commitments. And then you can pack for that because you can you can have a bad experience if you don't pack the things you need. That is absolutely true. If you're going to go on a bike trip, in fact, we went on a bike trip last summer with uh, our, our sons, our two youngest sons, where we were camping on our bikes. We weren't, we weren't even out of town when we got our first flat tire. Had I not brought an extra tube and a patch kit and uh, a, a pump, we would have probably had a really, really horrible time right off, right off the bat because it was literally 30 minutes into our bike ride, we got our first flat tire. So you need to consider those things and pack for those. However, I have seen just as many people ruin their experience by overpacking. Think about it. Everything you pack needs to be packed before you leave. It needs to be unpacked when you get to where you are. And if you're going to multiple places, it will have to be packed and unpacked every time you stop and stay someplace. Then when you get home, it will have to be unpacked again. And then it will have to be cleaned. And you'll have to put it away. And you'll have to keep track of it. And all of that continues to add to that that's all part of this commitment all part of this experience and you have to understand that a lot of people will fill their car up and then when they get home they have to unfill their car they spend as much time packing and unpacking as they do actually on the adventure itself so don't do that make sure that you're packing light right it is so much more enjoyable to stretch yourself when you're in the space, when you're outside, when you're having that adventure, and spend less time working. And that's exactly why it is so easy to get the bug for hiking and ultralight adventures, those adventures where you're living minimally, because it's so much fun to be able to pull out two or three things and you're ready to go. That is it. You are on the path. You didn't have to do a lot of planning. You didn't have to do a lot of maintenance. You didn't have to do a lot of packing and unpacking and packing and unpacking. You already had your kit ready to go. You threw it uh, on your back and you are off to the races. So if you're going to have this experience, you'll continue to uh, make adjustments. And the lighter and lighter you get the more fun it can be. So you really need to look at everything and ask, is this something I need? And then make that decision based off of the goal you've set and the commitments you've made and the plan B that you have looked at and agreed to as something that will help move this adventure forward. Those are really some of the best tips that I can give you. And 
and we're going to we're going to actually when we start having guests poke at this and ask them how they pack light. We're going to ask them what they pack and what they don't pack because that's really going to help you understand the nuts and bolts of this. This is really a, a way to set the frame for you. And as we move forward, we're going to get into the nitty-gritty of what it is you need, what it is you don't need, what you can leave behind. And on the next episode, I'm going to share a couple of stories. I'm actually going to give you a couple of stories of when I have overpacked and when I did a really good job of not overpacking. And you can you can contrast those two stories to see which one sounds like one you'd want to have uh, for you and your friends and your family. That's going to be next time. Thank you for joining me again on another episode of Expedition Unlikely. My name is Joshua Rohde. Please follow us on Instagram at Expedition Unlikely and email us at expeditionunlikely at gmail.com. Share with us your story or your challenges, and we're going to help you get there. We've got guests coming up soon, and I appreciate you being here. Let's get you and your family and your friends outside on that adventure that you want.